This is episode number 13 with David Lionheart. Welcome to American Snippets, your source for inspirational, motivational, and selfless stories and interviews from exceptional people across the nation. And now, here's your host, Barb Allen and Dave Brown. After losing his brother to suicide and seeing a close friend struggle with the aftermath of combat, David was determined to do his part to break the cycle of suicide before anyone else suffered its devastation. So David Lionheart took matters into his own hands, and now he has an army of supporters, volunteers, and grateful military families invested in Play for Your Freedom. David and Play for Your Freedom are helping soldiers become civilians using fitness and peer-to-peer support. And we experienced this firsthand by participating in one of David's recent wellness workshops. Barb and I had the pleasure to play wiffle ball for an afternoon with veterans at a VA hospital in New Jersey. And I want to tell you, it was amazing to feel the synergy and camaraderie which everyone brought to the field that day. Play for Your Freedom is an incredible organization. They're helping veterans and their families across this country in an innovative and impactful way. And we are excited and grateful to have had them uh, on the show today. This episode was actually recorded at the VA hospital uh, where we played wiffle ball for the day uh, in New Jersey. We absolutely love what Play for Freedom represents and what they're doing. And um, we're pretty confident you're going to love it too. So here's Barb Allen with David Lionheart from playforyourfreedom.org. Hi, I'm Barb Allen. I'm here with American Snippets. Welcome to today's episode where we have the great honor of speaking with somebody who is directly reaching out and impacting our veterans precisely at a moment when they arguably need it the most. Today, we are here at the Lions VA Center in New Jersey, where our guest, David Lionheart, um, is going to be conducting an afternoon with them that is going to um, look like just a simple game, but is going to mean far more. Hi, Dave. Thanks Hi, for being with you? us. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. It's so uh, so great that we had the opportunity to come out and meet with you, and I'm very excited to get to what we're doing. But let's start at the beginning. Okay. Um, let's go back to your your story and tell us about you and your family and um, what what happened in your world to lead you down this path. Um, well, uh, I'm the founder of Play for Your Freedom, and the organization has been around for about four years now. Uh, what started this organization was a good friend of mine, um, his injuries in war that I was not aware of. And my friendship with him um, had lasted for a while before I had realized what he was carrying on his shoulders and in turn raised awareness for me on what other soldiers might be carrying on their shoulders, um, whether young or old. And um, we asked some friends to come together, play a football game and donate some money to where he was getting his help from and had an incredible turnout. And that was kind of the format for Play for Your Freedom for a couple of years. We were doing one event a year and uh, I wasn't getting the satisfaction out of meeting the veterans that we were helping. And it was a lot of work um, to do those events and where we were sending the money was into outer space if we didn't know exactly where it was going. And I took control of the organization. We proposed a plan to a local VA to exercise with their veterans. And they, after five months or so, they said yes to my um, proposal. And we had our first workshop on January 28th of 2016. And we had 25 vets storm in like a hurricane and play football and eat a bunch of food and leave. And 
I didn't really grasp what had happened, but I knew that everybody was smiling when they left. So my plan to pilot that for a year changed that night when I filed for our nonprofit that evening. And since then, we've developed not just monthly wellness workshops, but one specifically designed for any diagnosis within the VA and any veteran in the community. So of all ages and abilities, we've developed a program where everybody has a place and purpose within our workshop. Um, so we play with football, basketball, track and field, and everybody from substance abuse, PTSD, spinal cord injuries, uh, women specific units, and then anybody in the limbo that's out there, whether they're in the hospital or the community, uh, we make it a safe place for them or their families to attend where it's veteran to veteran peer to peer support based. So for instance, today we're here at a VA in New Jersey. Tell us a little bit about who is attending this event today? Um, for their privacy purposes, I can't say what unit is coming, but there are veterans that live here and receive treatment here uh, that I set up with a coordinator. We pick the time and location. They gather the veterans um, accordingly in the hospital and anybody who's willing to come out and participate. We'll have the national anthem, which opens up all of our events that we have. And a thank you for the freedom that the vets have given us. And then we get right into exercise and we make sure everybody knows that whether you make one play, play the whole game or just sit, watch and cheer, everything is acceptable. And that those couple hours are set aside for them specifically. Um, so we just basically encourage getting everybody together. It's got nothing really to do with what game we're playing. Right. It's a matter of the fellowship and then the fitness aspect. So some of the people who have to blow off some steam, they'll go out on the field and blow off some steam. And some people who want to cheer on their friends, uh, they'll sit down and enjoy the day. And we provide cold drinks and a healthy meal for everybody um, during that. So we're really encouraging positive lifestyle choices and surrounding yourself with people who want to lift you up and not take you down. Right. So for a lot of these people, I mean, there are, most of us have had the experience where even if we were stuck in a doctor's office all day long, it made us like a little stir crazy, you know, a little re- restless and it's, it can be frustrating. And for somebody who is in a hospital for any reason, um, when you're kind of stuck in there and you can't get out, you can't get back into your life, it's easy sometimes to sort of fall into a type of depression mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just get like into a sour mood. Right. So coming on out, just physically coming out of the building and getting an opportunity to come out. What does that do for these, uh, for the participants? Well, even coming out, I always lay credit to being the first victory. Um, We lose maybe 15 to 30% of people who don't come out and participate to isolation and depression and maybe a feeling that they don't deserve to be happy. And our job is to turn that around for them, one, to get them here. And two, when they arrive, open arms no matter what mood they're in and oftentimes it could be a really bad mood because like you just described um, who knows what's going on in the uh, hospital world so when they arrive here our job is to get their minds focused where their feet are planted and try and create the moment that could be their first step towards a positive momentum and oftentimes the rec coordinators reply back to us a couple days later that the vets are still talking about the experience that they had with us. So that lasting effect is very important. And also the initial acceptance that they can be a kid again and have fun and uh, get out and play with their friends. And oftentimes there's a lack of communication from vets to vets within the hospital, even if they're within the same unit. So it's a chance for them to meet each other, give them a different perspective on each other and their lives and what they're going through. And then when they get back indoors, it might give them a little bit more of a crutch to lean on that they've went through 
something positive with some of their peers and something to talk about. So we try an interval every 30 days to be here at the hospital. So we have a following and we have people who have um, been coming to our workshops for over a year now. And we try and build that trust, which is very important because once they realize who we are and what our true intentions are, then we have more people that are coming out to um, seek what we have to offer. And we're not reinventing the wheel. We're just people who are caring about other people. So while I respect them as soldiers, I tell them, I'm just a man who's trying to offer you a place a safe place to come and um, get better and uh, using that fitness and peer-to-peer support has been our tool to do that so do you have um, hospitals that you visit where maybe the numbers grow as you come back like so one event is maybe smaller and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger the first event is always the hardest again because nobody knows who we are and then situations like this here at this particular hospital we've been operating for just over a year and we have vets who uh, when they hear about us they spread the word among their peers um, that we're coming which is really it's the highest honor we could receive so how do you keep how do you keep the organization going i mean who who is funding all this how do you get the funding and the time how do you find the time to come this is a whole day commitment here and there was preparation involved so yep. how do you personally manage to find that time and the drive and your own commitment to, to do this the, the drive is easy you look at them in their eyes you shake one of their hands you know they walk in with a wave they leave with a hug if that's not enough to keep you going <clears throat> um the money comes from people in the community people who care uh, my family, our vol- core volunteers are incredible. They are, ha- they have an attitude of what can I do next? And it pushes us forward. The vets that have been in our workshops and come back and volunteer, that's all the wind in our sails, <laughs> you know, that we need. Yeah. So um, I would say that that's our, our motivation. So the money will come. I tell them we can stand in a cardboard box with a wiffle ball and we'll have a good time. You know, so how lavish the events can become as far as making sure we have food and drinks for everybody. That's what our main priority is and just getting there. But the magic happens when we make that direct connection, taking a minute out of your day to say you care about somebody that doesn't cost anything. So the, the functional money that we need to get here, insurance and site fees and all that stuff, we just live day to day, dollar by dollar. And, you know, when we're graced with people who care, uh, then, that's what pushes us forward. And those families are out there and that's why we're still kicking today. So we've been going at it for a year and a half. This will be our 37th workshop and wow. we've hosted over a thousand veterans in just the year over the half, a uh, year and a half. And we have uh, approximately seven hospitals that we work with now from Long Island up to Albany and then the two largest in New Jersey. That's, I mean, you, you say this like, I mean, you could tell obviously that this is deeply important to you and, and you care so much, but I'm not sure you understand that your level of commitment is not the norm for people. I mean, so I just want to point that out to you in case you don't know, or, you know, it's, it is important for people to understand and maybe just take a moment for your own self too, to acknowledge like, Hey, you know, I'm actually making a difference and just kind of take that little nod or that pat and kind of give you the boost because what you're doing and what I've seen, the opportunities I've had to speak with you. And every time, every single time you get up and speak, about this organization, about the work you do, you are just as passionate about it. I cannot wait to see you um, firsthand interact with with these people today. Um, so, if people wanted to help you, how can they do that? 
even if they can't personally come out to the game? Uh, our website is a great tool. And uh, on there, if you can't come see what, with what we do, which we have a small 10-person civilian umbrella to keep the majority of the people that are here veteran and family of vets, we, um, we made a video on our website that shows these workshops in action. And it's also a tool that's gaining... Um, the trust of veterans who want to see where they're going before they come out to the workshop. Sure. So we produce that as a tool um, for them to have a visual trust. So people can go check that out. And then basically every dollar that we get in donated from that website, if it becomes a financial gift, um, literally every dollar goes back into the veterans that you see in the workshops that we put on. It's a hundred percent volunteer based uh, program. And to me, that's one of the better selling points about what we're doing is that there's no question on my reputation or what we're any of our volunteers that are here, every single thing we get in, goes right back to them and uh and that's been a very special experience and to be able to shake every single person's hand that we help um combined is just made for uh, a very unique way of giving back um for us we're very fortunate to have that opportunity absolutely um so tell us a little bit about i believe you have some people from the nfl who are involved can you tell us a little bit about that yeah we have really great um uh, friends that we've made with them. So there are some NFL alumni, um, a couple to name Gary Brown, uh, alumni of the Green Bay Packers, Odessa Turner and Stephen Baker from the Giants, um, Damian Gregory from the Buccaneers. These guys come out and guest coach the veterans at our workshops. So at first I wasn't sure what that was going to be like. I didn't want it to be a celebrity thing, but it's turned out to be an incredible connection with them and the way that they share their stories with the veterans. Um, so it's not just an autograph session for them. They talk about their PTSD, leaving the NFL and transitioning back to a normal life, so to speak, and um, recurring injuries and how they've dealt with losing what they've used their whole life to earn their living no longer with them. Um, Gary's doesn't get around very well, but his spirit moves him, you know, and among everybody. And Odessa comes out with so much fire and energy. So they're not checking their watches, waiting to leave. They have a purpose here, and it means a lot to them to come and give back to the veteran community. And uh, they share their story on how no matter what through hardship you're going through, there's always somebody else suffering from something worse and different. And uh, as long as we set our own problems aside, we can make room to help others. And that message goes very far with people who need a sense of hope and a place to give back. So it kind of creates a full cycle where we can present that motivation, but also provide a space for them to come and do that. And uh, they have been incredible, uh, you know, people within the organization. So that's why we stick to the same people because it's not just, you know, for the wow factor. It's because right. they actually give back in the way that we're looking within our program. So not anybody, simply because they're a celebrity or the well-known name, that doesn't guarantee that they will be given it, the nods. And it doesn't the matter. Program. Yeah. Right, we're just but, people. Yeah. But um, they have to have, no matter who it is, they have to have the right intentions and the right uh, skill set to offer these you know, your participants, your veterans, or, you know, they're not going to be allowed in. So yeah. it's not for the, that you're for the just... platform that they work on too. Right. I mean, we take volunteers and we want people to see what we're doing, but they've gone above and beyond that by making themselves vulnerable and sharing those dark places where they once were. Right. And, uh, we, um, we commend them for that and for what, uh, and for what they're doing for our workshops. So if there is somebody who sees your story and is interested in maybe doing something similar in their own community, 
are you available to offer them advice or guidance? Or- of course, always. And uh, we have people coincidentally in Chicago right now that want to do what we're doing there. Um, so next week I fly to Chicago wow. to try and walk people through a workshop and setting up with the VA, do an icebreaker workshop. And uh, our big thing is people who donate to us locally. Eventually, I'd like to be able to provide that workshop, create an ambassadorship and let that run there. So our way of scaling that is we created a Veterans Players Association. So vets who have been through our workshops can become the figureheads of that community and other veterans can stay in touch with them, connect vet to vet and become the Players Association for these workshops. So they don't just have to happen here. They can happen within the community. And uh, by putting veterans in charge of that position. It's empowering them to give back the way they know that other vets need, whether it's a phone call saying, how are you doing? And, uh, and keeping them in the loop on when we're going to be around and when we're going to be uh, available to, um, you know, to continue to exercise with them. So you are, I didn't even realize how far, far reaching and how multifaceted you are. I mean, that's e- even more impressive really when you, when you look at that, you're, so you're looking to create sustainable programs in communities where you personally don't have to be at every single one and which would limit your reach. Right. Um, so you're looking to find, to grow it to where people are qualified and capable to run it on their own. Only because the veterans uh, are asking for it. Well, that's so. proof right there that it, that it's working. Um, I can't thank you enough for all you do uh, as a family member of, of a service member. You know, I lost, I lost my husband. And I know how hard that is. So I will be coming after you to maybe do some stuff for families of fallen soldiers as well. You I name know, it, I'm I know there. how healing it can be. And I know, um, I know that you understand that, that feeling and that struggle. So I just tell you personally and professionally, because as I work with veterans too, I know the, I know the power behind what you do. And I know it is more than a wiffle ball game that they're going to be playing today. But if you had advice for somebody, even who was a veteran in the community or the family member of a veteran who maybe they were worried about, and, and they were looking for some sort of outlet for them. What would you, what would you advise them to do? You know, what would you say to them if there's a veteran who's in a really dark place? You know, everybody knows that number twenty two a day, and maybe not every veteran can come out to find you, or maybe they're across the country or something like that. Are you? Um, is there anything that you would have to say to these? Yeah, we have we have vets that keep in touch with us that don't live in New York or New Jersey. So across the country, we have people that use our website to contact me. And that can always happen. If anybody goes to playforyourfreedom.org, uh, we can be reached through that subscription bar at the bottom. And I see every single one of those. So if I'm always available to answer those. And advice, the only advice I can really say is to say yes to yourself, that you deserve that. Convincing somebody to follow through with it is very difficult and that's who's in a dark place but um everybody deserves to live a happy and healthy life and people need to surround that person you know who needs that help and convince them that they des- deserve um happiness like everybody else no matter where we've been or who we are we're all just people so um every day is a fresh start you know so my advice is to um surround yourself with people who you know care about you because they're there and if we happen to be that person we will respond um but uh just say yes uh, to yourself. Awesome. Thank you again so, so much for allowing us to be here today. Dave and I are very excited to, my Dave, are very excited to 
to hang out and and follow up with this game. Cool. And I no, hope thank to you stay in touch here. with you for a long, long time. Yeah. And anything we can do to help you move this forward, no, we're, we're just, right here for you. We're just uh, honored to have a platform to talk. And um, yeah, we're just get, getting back to work every day. Great. So we will send people to your website, playforyourfreedom.org. Yes. Um, are you on Facebook as well? Yep. And Instagram uh, on yeah. both platforms for I've Play seen, For Your right, Freedom. I have seen it. Yes. So find him, reach out to him. This guy is the real deal. Um, we will keep you updated. We will keep everybody updated as you evolve and send that information along to them well. Thank you. And thank you for uh, being the voice for people who need it. Uh, what you. you're doing is very important, too, because not everybody has a visual and a way to get their voice out there. Um, so keep up the good work that you guys are doing. Thanks. We're trying. I'm giving you a hug right oh. now. That's the end of the interview. <laughs> thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to today's show. Don't forget to see the featured article and video on Play for Your Freedom at americansnippets.com forward slash 013. If you loved this story as much as we did, please leave us a review on iTunes. We want to be the vehicle that gets these stories out there. And a simple review can go a long way in helping us do just that. It'll help people discover our podcast and the amazing people we feature here. Don't forget to tag this episode and or follow us on Instagram at American Snippets. And make sure you show your support for Play For Your Freedom as well by following them on Instagram or Facebook and by sharing this episode with friends, family, or another veteran who would enjoy participating in one of David's workshops. You can also send them to playforyourfreedom.org for more information. Now, one more thing before I let you go. Have you ever heard of Thrive Markets? Check out Thrive and their amazing market of healthy food and lifestyle products at amazing prices. You can even get one month free membership and a free product by visiting americansnippets.com forward slash thrive. We love this company because they help you give back. When you buy a Thrive Market membership, you're also donating one to a low-income family, teacher, veteran, or student. So help us spread the health and improve the lives of others by going to americansnippets.com forward slash thrive. That wraps up today's show. Again, this is American Snippets, and we are living, defending, and promoting the American dream. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you truly are. See you next time. 